Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, the Super Bowl, as part of popular culture, its impact on television, uh, there's, of course, the Super Bowl ads, tradition, and uh, there's the changes in this pandemic year. What does it mean? Is the football game actually now of secondary importance to the Super Bowl itself as, as a pop culture event? Professor Robert Thompson joins us. He's the founder of the Blyer Center for Popular Culture and Television at Syracuse University. He is, to me, um, Robert Thompson, Bob Thompson, is the world's number one expert on popular culture. And uh, one of his books is uh, television's second golden age. Bob, thank you very much for taking the time on Super Bowl Sunday. And, and what's bigger? Is it the football game, the, 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 the Super Bowl itself, or is it the Super Bowl's impact on pop culture, which is number one now? Well, I suppose uh, the Super Bowl uh, Sunday is a complicated day. I mean, on television itself, it's essentially three separate programs. It is the football game, but it's also the film festival that the commercials have become. Uh, Madison Avenue has pulled this sleight of hand to get us to actually watch the commercials. The old joke that uh, don't go to the bathroom uh, during the ads, go to the bathroom uh, during the game, uh, for, for decades now has been uh, one of the things that a lot of people look forward to most. And then, of course, there's the third show, uh, which is the halftime show which, again, in the old days were marching bands and even into the 80s up with people and that kind of thing. But now uh, the halftime show is, uh, is a third event. So there's actually three uh, shows, three popular culture events that happen uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, not to mention, and that's going to be different this year, uh, but the fact that it's one of the most celebrated holidays uh, uh, at least down here, uh, of the year. You know, you have a turkey on Thanksgiving, and uh, you have a Super Bowl party uh, uh, a few months afterwards. Yeah. And, and when you talk about the weekend as being, or at least the, the halftime, I should give it away, the, the halftime being the third part of this, uh, this uh, triangle of, of importance on Super Bowl Sunday, the weekend star, at least they, I did it again, the halftime star is Canadian performer and a three-time Grammy Award winner, The Weeknd. Right, which is a, uh, and I think probably this year that could be a uh, a big deal for the weekend. Uh, you know, sometimes we've got stars uh, that go to the Super Bowl that are already stars, Prince or Michael Jackson or Paul McCartney or whatever. Uh, but occasionally now, a Super Bowl uh, halftime show can really launch a career, not that, that, that the weekend's career's, uh, 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 career hasn't been already launched, but uh, uh, can put it into a new dimension. Bruno Mars would be a great example of that. Yeah. Bruno Mars was already uh, an entity. He got invited to do the Super Bowl, uh, but a lot more people knew who Bruno Mars was after that halftime show. So, Bob, why is it that the Super Bowl has become such a pop culture event? When you think about, um, you know, the World Series in, in Major League Baseball, yeah, it's it's great. It's really interesting, and millions of people watch. Uh, when you think about the the Stanley Cup, and less of an event in the United States than it is in Canada, but still a major sport, and um, millions of people watch. Even the Sweet 16 and the and the Final Four in NCAA does not, I don't think it approaches 
in, in just raw numbers and appeal and money bet. Maybe I'm wrong. The, the Super Bowl. What is it that has made the Super Bowl such a huge, huge success? Well, I think there's a couple of things. Uh, down here, anyway, it's football. Uh, and the fact that uh, football is, uh, you know, in spite of the fact that we used to call baseball the national pastime, uh, football gets the highest ratings throughout its season uh, than any other television uh uh, event. It is the thing that uh, gets the biggest uh, audiences, uh, more so than anything, uh, anything else with an occasional Oscar broadcast or something like that. So, uh, number one is it's football. Number two, unlike the World Series, for example, it's winner take all. It is the one game, uh, one team loses, one team wins. Uh, you can plan a party around it because you know when it's going to happen. Uh, if you're going to have a World Series party, do you plan it for Game 4? That could clinch it. Uh, do you plan it for Game 7? The World Series may be over by that time. Uh, so there's a sense of predictability. And then I think there's also the timing of it. Uh, we've got this holiday season uh, in the starts in the fall with Halloween, uh, which has become more and more of an adult holiday as well. And then you've got the family holiday, down here anyway, of uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Christmas and you've got New Year's, all of this celebration. And then it kind of stops. You've got the bleak midwinter then that comes in with not, not a lot of uh, uh, breaks for holidays. Yeah, very true. Super Bowl comes at the perfect time. All of the resolutions that we've made for New Year's have long been broken, so we can have the high-sodium, high-cholesterol, high-alcohol refreshments at a Super Bowl party. And for a good portion of um, uh, our populated uh, northern United States and, uh, uh, and Canada, uh, it's still the dead of winter. There's two and a half feet of snow on the ground right now uh, where I'm talking. Um, and I think the timing there is just about we've recovered from the holidays as they're called halloween through new year's and uh we're now kind of ready for a party again and it sits right in that sweet spot okay well bob it's always great talking to you thank you so much for the time you are the dean of popular culture at uh, and it's the blyer center for popular culture and television at syracuse university professor robert thompson of syracuse university the founder and uh, his books include television's second golden age thanks bob and uh, just in 10 seconds what do you like to win well, uh, since Buffalo didn't allow us to watch them lose a fifth Super Bowl, uh, and they're the, our, my closest neighbor to the NFL, um, I lost a lot of interest. But I really liked Pirates when I was a kid, so I guess I'll go with the Buccaneers just like you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.